Thank you all. Well, like Hope um, said earlier, I am Lydia. I am a new staff member here at Living Waters. It's been just over a month now, which is hard to believe. February went by really fast. Um, but I am so happy to be here working um, with Faith Formation and Congregational Care. It's been a wonderful month, and I can't thank all of you for welcoming me so generously and graciously. I really appreciate it. Uh, and this month, we are talking in this Lenten seri series. We started off Lent last week with Ash Wednesday, which was a beautiful service. And we are continuing this Lenten journey, and this month we're talking all about being uprooted. And we're going to hear from several different speakers from the congregation, different members, um, and maybe some non-members, who are going to tell us about times in their life when they have been uprooted. And then, then again, what, what roots them, again, after they have been uprooted. So that is what I'm here to talk about today. I am going to be giving you the first part of that message, and everybody else's story will be uniquely theirs come in the coming weeks. So, if you would join me in prayer. Almighty God, take my words and speak through them. Take our thoughts and think through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So there are endless moments in my life that I could look back on where things didn't go exactly as I had planned or as I had hoped, and I was left confused and uprooted. I'm sure many of you have had similar points in your life. I think back to high school when I didn't get first chair in band for the first time, and boy did I think that was the end of the world. And I think back to college, when I didn't get into the choir I hoped for, but some of my best friends did, and I felt so alone. Or in seminary, when I was told I wasn't good enough to be a pastor, I felt so lost. Or when I was rejected for what I thought was my dream job, or when I took the job thinking it was the answer to my prayers only for it to leave me feeling hurting, and even more loss. Or there are those even bigger moments in our life, the moments that remind you just how fragile our life here on earth is. Like watching my sister grieve the death of her infant son, my nephew, and I sat there wondering, is there any good left in this world? Is there any way I can take her pain away? Or when I sat next to my grandma's hospital bedside in the last day of her life and hearing her say, no more, I'm ready to die. I sat there wishing I could re rewind to a simpler time, perhaps when my greatest worry was not getting first chair in band. All of these moments, both big and small, were life-changing and at the time, for what I understood and for what I could see, these things didn't happen for the better. And that's because when something doesn't go the way I hoped for, or the way I planned for it, the way that it all worked out in my head, I become bitter. Anybody else? When you get mad at something, yeah? You just can't help but feel a little like grudge inside of you. 
Yeah? I get bitter. And that's not something I wear proudly. It's something I'm constantly working on. But it is easier to say in those moments that I am mad rather than I am hurting. And instead of looking at these moments and seeing God's hands all over and the people who surround me in the promises of the risen son that provides an eternal home and in the many doors and opportunities in front of me, instead of rooting myself in all of these things, I find myself bitter and uprooted, uprooted from those beautiful promises that God has made me. I was bitter at the band director who couldn't see how hard I worked and how badly I wanted that chair. I was bitter at people that I didn't even know. They couldn't have deserved to be in that choir. I was bitter at the leaders of the ELCA who, instead of empowering and nurturing new disciples and leaders, crushed my dreams. Bitter at the person who got the job over me. Bitter at myself for not being good enough, not being able to take my sister's pain away. Bitter at the world. I was bitter at God. You see, when I'm thinking about my, when I was thinking about my message for tonight, I couldn't just pick one key moment in my life that left me uprooted. Because I don't believe that it was these individual events that left me uprooted. It was my bitter response to these events. These events could have happened, they could have still been life-changing, but I could have stayed rooted in the kingdom of God and in the promises of our Savior and in God's plan. But because I am human, and because I am so deeply flawed and in desperate need of God's grace, I uproot myself from this grace and love-filled promises, and I lived into that bitterness. I let it consume me, a simmering underneath me. It was boiling. It was boiling inside of me. Now, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. It says, get rid of all the bitterness. The Bible says this because by holding on to this bitterness, rage, and anger, it is harder to see the Holy Spirit at work. Constantly moving and providing good and wonderful things in my life and in everybody's life. Now, eventually, I get to this point where I can let the bitterness go, but it's not always pretty getting there. It's not the easiest journey, and to be honest, sometimes it takes years to get to that point. But slowly the bitterness subsides, and my eyes open to see the Holy Spirit waiting there with God's next step or steps. I have learned over the years That bitterness or anger is no match for God's love or the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, another question that we're looking at over this Lenten season is not just what what or when we have been uprooted in our lives, but what roots us again. And so, to that question, 
I say, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Like I said before, in these moments of rudeness where the bitterness was all-consuming, although I lose track of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit never loses track of me. The Holy Spirit was and is constantly moving and is usually months later when I start to think that, you know, maybe these new friends that may made during this time that brought new light and hope into my life, that wasn't just a coincidence. Or maybe the fam- my family members and coworkers that were filled with such grace and love for me when I didn't necessarily deserve that, maybe that wasn't a coincidence. Or maybe it was the old friend who decided to make a trip across country to spend time with me, reminding me how loved I am. Or the weekend, the rejuvenating weekend that was so very needed. Or maybe it's as simple as hearing the words of a worship song that I needed to hear so badly. The Holy Spirit was working through all of this to soften my heart so that I could slowly forgive and let that bitterness go. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 through 18 says, Therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Every single day we are being renewed. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. The Holy Spirit, we can't see it, but we can see the acts of the Holy Spirit. Let us, not to forget, let us not forget to witness and appreciate the renewal and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives every single day. So although I take full responsibility for my bitterness and uprootedness, I don't think I can take any credit for the moments that I become rooted again. Because regardless of how lost I might be, the shepherd will always be able to find me. For although I might try and root my life in job or in relationships only to find myself bitter and uprooted when I realize it is all temporary, the identity that always remains and will never fail me is my identity as a loved and forgiven child of God. Perhaps one of the greatest reminders of this and something that constantly softens my bitter heart and roots me in the promises of God is Holy Communion, something that we'll celebrate here in just a little bit. And hearing the words from Matthew 26 during the Last Supper that says, While they were eating, Jesus took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. And then Jesus took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant. It's a promise to you, which is poured out for all of you, for the forgiveness of your sins. Friends, no matter how uprooted your life is, 
No matter how long you have been uprooted or the past your uprootedness have led you down, the shepherd knows where to find you. Your identity as a child of God remains, and there is nothing you can do, no amount of bitterness that will separate you from the love and forgiveness that is promised to us by Christ's death on the cross. Amen. I'm sorry. We're going to take these next couple minutes here, and we're going to take the time um, to reflect on what exactly it means for God to be rooted in our lives and what it looks like when we uproot ourselves. And we're going to keep doing this throughout the next couple weeks. Each of the speakers will take a piece of paper and they will plant it in a pot. This is a plantable piece of paper, and it's cool. What's, what we hope will happen is that flowers will bloom from these, that these roots will grow deep, that it serves as a reminder to you that there is nothing that you can do that will ever separate you from God's roots that are deep inside of you. There's nothing that you can do that will ever uproot you from God's love because God's love is so deeply rooted in you. And so our ushers right now are passing out these plantable pieces of paper that you can take home and plant for yourself at home and use that as that reminder. So take this time, and at home, over the next few weeks, think about what, what might uproot you from God's love, from God's wonderful promises to each and every one of us. Those promises, and think about the promises that God makes, that he will always find you, the shepherd will always find you, and will always grow deep roots within each and every one of you. Amen. Ways that maybe you feel like 